Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. The moment I have long anticipated is upon me. Ah. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. Well, seeing all of you this morning is truly wonderful. After Holy Week and and this glorious Easter Sunday, I could use a break from some of you. But for 99% of you, I am overjoyed to see you this morning. I was walking from the office to the playground, uh, to the parking lot one afternoon this week, and I passed the playground. Two young ones were blissfully uh, enjoying the spring day, and a mom was watching them. I said hello, and she replied nervously, are you the pastor? I said I was, and she told me with tears in her eyes and a quiver in her voice, a friend died last night. I was supposed to take him to the doctor today, but he died last night. And she listed several maladies, physical and mental, and then she asked, Is he in heaven? Yes, I know he is, I replied. And we spoke for a few moments longer, and I pray I offered her some comfort. Today we celebrate the resurrection, the miracle of all miracles, when God broke the power of death, restored his son Jesus, and thereby saving all of us along with him. And we should celebrate this day. We should celebrate mightily. And we should take comfort whenever we contemplate our mortality that a place has been prepared for us, a mansion, as it says in the King James, and Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us. We have been given so much on this great day. The disciples who went to the tomb this morning didn't expect a miracle or a gift. The women who arrived when it was still dark, they arrived when it was still dark so that they could cry and grieve and scream and rage about the teacher and friend who had been so brutally taken from them. And when they found the tomb empty, they were confused and started running to and fro And when Jesus finally appears, they are so exasperated and mixed up that they don't even recognize him. But Jesus says Mary's name, and she realizes what has happened. 
But listen to what Jesus says next. Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. Do not hold on to me. Not, guess what? Death is defeated. Not, okay, let's get back to what we were doing before. Not, you go to heaven, and you go to heaven, and everyone goes to heaven. But rather, do not hold on to me. Esau Macaulay, a professor of New Testament at Wheaton College, wrote in this morning's paper, The terrifying prospect of Easter is that God called these women to return to the same world that crucified Jesus with a very dangerous gift, hope in the power of God. It would make them seem like fools. Who could believe such a thing? So I am curious, and this may sound ungrateful or even blasphemous, but I am curious if there is something even more to this resurrection miracle. Is Easter simply our ticket to heaven, or is there something more? What is our hope? What are we holding on to? I was speaking with a a mentor and a friend the other day. We were sharing one of those deep conversations when we contemplate the great dramas of our lives. And he said, trauma must be transformed. Trauma that is not transformed is transmitted. Trauma that is not transformed is transmitted. We know this to be true, tragically, because we know many who hurt others that who were hurt themselves. Perhaps they hurt us, or perhaps they hurt someone we love, and thereby their trauma is perpetuated. But the hope of God, the mission of Christ, the real heart of our faith is that we can be transformed. On this Easter day, we, we don't have life again through Christ. Our life doesn't merely continue by Christ, but we are given a new life in Christ. Our lives are transformed by Jesus and nothing is doomed to be the same. What I wish I had said to that mom on the playground the other day was not only is your friend alive, but he is transformed. All of his burdens, all of his worries, all of it is removed. And he now is who God created him to be. Now, I do not mean to suggest that whatever trauma besets our heart can merely be tossed aside. We don't just get over real trauma. Trauma is part of who we are and we have to work on it and struggle with it, and pray about it, and seek justice for it, and perhaps, if we are lucky, make peace with it. Trauma doesn't just disappear like a cheap magic trick. But with God, with our hopeful God, with our resurrected God, all will be made new in this life and the next. One of my favorite prayers in the entire prayer book prays, O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, 
by the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were cast down are being raised up, and things which had grown old are being made new, and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is the hope of Easter. That no matter what is in our past, no matter what sin has hobbled our soul, no matter what stalks us when we are anxious or afraid, God will take you, God will make you not only whole but new, transformed, emboldened, at peace with a new life in Christ. Don't hold on to the past, but know that you can be better. I saw this transformation firsthand on Wednesday. We were scheduled to walk our pretty outdoor stations of the cross that evening, and I was looking forward to a very chapel way of honoring a sacred tradition. But because of the copious amount of rain we received that morning, the trail was too muddy to traverse. I was bummed. So many disappointments the past several months, and I was sad to endure yet another. But we organized a last-minute service in the Chapel of the Cross. Some of you were there. One of you very pastorally said to me, that was adequate. <laughs> Thank you. But you didn't see what I saw as you walked up to receive communion, the sun was perfectly aligned with the back windows of the chapel so that all of you were brilliantly haloed in the spring sunset. Your heads looked like they were on fire and your hair glowed like polished gold. And in that moment, you appeared transformed. And I wondered if that is what we will look like in heaven, that fleeting, beautiful moment was unlike anything I have ever seen. Celebrate well this Easter day. Celebrate our Lord's resurrection and the assurance of eternal life. But also hear God's call to a greater life that is transformed. Be transformed through hope and power. This great day. Amen.